I think it's lovely if you're wanting to reach out to that person, even the shortest card or a postcard is a beautiful way to do it. I also really like to collect Christmassy foliage to include holly leaves, um, pine needles, because then when they open up the card, it smells really Christmassy, like a Christmas tree. This is a Christmas special of Company, the podcast. I'm Sky Manson. When Naomi Bolger writes her Christmas cards, she likes to be fully in the zone. Full Christmas cheese, movie on in the background, candy canes at the ready and fairy lights all around. If you don't know Naomi, she's a writer, an illustrator and perhaps the world's number one fan of letter writing. And she's just a really lovely person who has not only made many friendships exist but also flourish with her beautiful letters and her mail art. She's here today to help us use the cheap and cheerful way of reaching out to someone or maybe many people with a Christmas card this Christmas. Um, Naomi Bolger, thank you so much for being my guest on my podcast, Company. Thank you so much for having me, Sky. For those people that are listening that don't know exactly what you do, can you just tell me a bit about your your business and, and your beautiful illustrations and your writing and you are really a bit of a jack of all trades. <laughs> sure, thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so I am a writer by trade. I was a, a journalist for many years and more recently have also been working as an illustrator. And what I love to do, I guess, I, as you say, it's hard to define my business, but what I try and do is help people with their creativity. And whether that means I'm writing or drawing for them or helping them to realize their own creative ambitions through courses or coaching or workshops, everything's sort of centered around recognizing that people love to be creative and helping them get that out into the world and tell their stories in any way they can. So yeah, I, I teach courses, I illustrate, I write books and every bit of everything. Are you still a writer of Christmas cards? I am. Depending year on year, that could be three or four Christmas cards to 30 or 40 Christmas cards, depending on how busy I am. And I do give myself the permission to, to let that change depending on the year. I don't feel pressure. And do you have a Christmas card list? No, not anymore. I feel I have a real love-hate relationship with Christmas card lists because when I was growing up, um, I'm old enough that that was well before the internet or social media, I feel as though Christmas card lists and Christmas card sending back then, and remember as a teenager, was a little bit like the popularity of likes on social media. So the more Christmas cards you got, we would hang them up, and I don't know if you did this, with, you yes. know, if you had enough to cover your mantle, you were popular, but you were super popular if you then had to hang up bits of string along a wall and you would sort of drape the Christmas cards over the string. And if you had a few layers of string like bunting, you were super popular. And there was a sense of um, pressure if you didn't have very many, maybe people didn't like you very much. And then became this manipulative, and it's like akin to the algorithm, 
game playing where you'd have to send your Christmas cards out early enough because then people would feel the pressure if they received yours to send one back. And it was just, it became <laughs> this stressful thing. And then fast forward several decades, I just think there is so much joy in receiving a lovely handwritten message and particularly at Christmas time to know you're remembered and loved and therefore to do that for others. But um, writing Dear Sky and then underneath the pre-printed Christmas message writing Love Naomi, I don't know how much meaning that would hold for you or how special you would feel. But if I took the time to write something, even something short, just telling you that I was thinking of you or something of yours that I enjoyed or that, you know, I was looking forward to seeing you, that I hope would send you, give you a lot more joy and festive feeling. So I don't, that's a really long answer to say, I don't keep a list because then it becomes about numbers. Instead, depending on the amount of time that I have and the energy I have, I think about the people in my life that I want to reach out to or bring joy to. And I write Christmas cards to them and it may just be family and close friends or in other years in the past when I've had a lot of time, I've sent letters to strangers who've also written to me. People wonderfully write me letters who find my, me via my blog or my Instagram. And so one year I just wrote back to about a hundred of them. Um, but I don't have a list because who knows how much time I'll find I have come November. I resonate with what you are saying so much. And I, on numerous occasions, have had this conversation with my husband about Christmas cards and receiving cards that don't really say much. And I, you know, I always feel a sense of guilt, actually, that I don't write Christmas cards, but I... I, that sentence is then followed by the fact that I'm like, if I want to write one, I really want to put some thought into it and actually connect with that person. And um, he points out quite rightly to me that, um, you know, sending a Christmas card is just a really very quick way, even if it doesn't say anything that you are thinking of that person. And, you know, perhaps if you've got friends overseas that you would never see or um, people on the other side of Australia that you don't have, that you've completely lost contact with, uh, it, it is a good way just to keep the relationship alive for that time when you do one day in the future catch up. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that lovers of writing letters like you and I We'll all have their own thoughts on on Christmas cards, but if um, you know, as we lead up to Christmas, what's a good way to get yourself motivated to do so? Um, you know, can you make your own? What would be your suggestions around that? I think, I mean, and first of all, I would say that I do agree with your husband on that last point, in that it's lovely if you're wanting to reach out to that person, even the shortest card or a postcard is a beautiful way to do it. How do we get started? What's a good way to get yourself in the Christmas card writing mood? I'm not ashamed to buy the shop cards and just write some heartfelt messages on those. But I do also love to make cards if I have time. And sometimes um, one of the things that I do often, because I don't have time necessarily to hand paint 10, 20 Christmas cards, but I'll do a design, a Christmas design, painting that I really like and then literally just photocopy those at the post office and cut them out onto pieces of cardboard so it feels handmade and it's painted by me but it's a lot quicker 
than having to um, hand make a, a bunch of cards. So I like to do that. And I really, for me, it's all about getting into the festive mood and it feels special and a, a time carved out to think about others at that time. I also really like to collect Christmassy foliage to include, um, like ho holly leaves, because they're evergreen, you know, they're around all year round, even here in summer. Um, pine needles, because then when they open up the card, it smells really Christmassy, like a Christmas tree. Little things like that to include, to just press inside the card. I love to do that too. Oh, that's, that's, so, that's so many great little ideas. I, um, what Christmas carols do you like to listen to? I'm interested. Maybe we'll put together a little playlist. There is an album that my parents used to play that was a man singing Christmas carols, but instead of the words, he just said ba 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 to all like ba 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 ba. It was the most stupid album, and I really want to find that because to me that is Christmas. We listen to that every single year. The ba ba album we called it, and that's my goal to find that and write Christmas carols, write Christmas cards to ba ba. <laughs> I love it. And Naomi, what is on the boil for you at the moment? Several things are on the boil for, at the moment. Right now I'm working on a second colouring book, which is a, a mailer colouring book. So the idea being that these are illustrated envelope templates that people can colour in and then fold up into an envelope and post. Um, and that's the second volume. I am working on the very early stages of an illustrated book that's kind of a guide to farmers markets and harvests um, throughout the year and I'm finalizing a course helping creative people do their branding their personal branding in a one weekend tell me more about that it sounds so exciting it is exciting so the idea being that it's for people like you and me and people who have who are either creative or have small businesses or are just dreaming about getting their work what they do or make or sell out into the world somehow and don't know where to start when it comes to branding and i think most people just assume oh i need a logo and they don't know what to do so this idea is that in one weekend um this will be quite intensive we get together as though we're on a retreat, except it will be online um, so that people can access it from anywhere. And we nut out pretty much everything that a person needs to have a brand that feels really true to them, really consistent and enables them to tell their story and go public with their work um, in a really clear and consistent way. And so they'll come away with basically every element to a brand that they need from mission statements and mood words to colour palettes and photography and verbal guidelines and understanding their audience and where to find their audience, all of that sort of stuff. So that's good fun, but it will be a big, big weekend. Well, we will definitely watch with interest as to how that sort of evolves and, um, yeah, I, it's definitely something that tweaks my, my interest for sure. And if it's anything like another course of yours that I've done, which is the most beautiful letter that you've ever written, um, I can just, I just, <laughs> I just loved it. Can you tell us a little bit about that course, actually? Does it still exist? It does still exist, yes. I'm just in the process of rewriting it and updating it because it's been a couple of years since I first launched. That course came about because I just love writing letters so much 
and people were repeatedly asking me questions about how it's, it's funny how it's this writing letters is something I grew up with but now that we live in a digital age I sound so old talking I live in a digital age um <laughs> But, but now that we do, I, I sort of have been learning slowly that a whole generation is growing up not really knowing what to do and loving the idea of letter writing and connecting in that way, but not knowing how to go about it. So it's a four-part course that talks about giving people ideas, prompts, what to write in a letter and how to, be, how to write a newsy anecdote that really engages people and is lovely and easy to write and decorating letters decorating the mail you send and then into connections and the way that you can find people to write to and people who want to write back and using letter writing for random acts of kindness and all that kind of thing. So it's really, it's good fun. My, my testimonial to you is that I did this course, that your course in um, early 2018 when um, our daughter was quite unwell and uh, she and I had lots of nights in hospital and it was just perfect for that because while Florence was sleeping and I was in the room and couldn't really have the TV on or lights on or anything, I was um, deep into my phone and rather than being on social media, I was consuming this beautiful course which just enlightened me so much about the history of letter writing and um and how that has moved and changed and um, been different over time and was also inspiring about how you could be creative about it and and put together um you know fold your own cards and make your own cards and envelopes and and then, you know, occasionally while I was doing it, I would just duck out to the kitchen in the hospital and I bought a packet of textures and I would illustrate my own envelopes. And it was such a beautiful creative outlet um, for me at a time where there wasn't really much um, to, to do. Um, so I just loved it and I can't recommend it more to anyone that um, it's so reasonably priced for anyone that loves loves writing letters. So well done and definitely keep it going <laughs> if you can. Oh, thank you. That's just made my day. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, Naomi, um, we wishing you a very Merry Christmas and here's to uh, writing a few Christmas cards this year. I'm not going to promise to writing hundreds because I just know that I won't do it, but I do love it and maybe even receiving some in the mail. And thanks for speaking with me on, on the company podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a beautiful Christmas with your family and loved ones. I look forward to chatting soon. Before I let you go, I've got to tell you more about Naomi's course, which she mentioned in our chat. It's called Signature Scent and it will be happening from February 2020. You can see Naomi's beyond beautiful hand-painted envelopes and all of her other exquisite drawings and illustrations at Naomi Bolger, B-U-L-G-E-R on Instagram. And I wanted to say thanks. Thanks for taste testing my podcast company. If you're liking it, please rate and review on iTunes and tell your friends about it over the Christmas holidays. The podcast will be properly launching in early 2020 with some rock star guests and fun things for you. Follow Sky underscore Manson on Instagram to hear 
and see the latest. And between now and then, have a wonderful Christmas break and stay safe.